Hi, and welcome to Best in Tesla News, episode 179. Yes, I am on a road trip with my family up through beautiful Norway. But that's not going to stop me for trying to keep up with the Tesla news and bring it to you in your Sunday news show. Well, right now, I am here at this beautiful glacier lake in Luan, Norway. Just absolutely amazing where we're sleeping in our car up here, uh, the Tesla Model Y, with the big tent on the back, camp mode going and everything. So if you want to learn more about that, stay tuned because I'm going to report much more on that uh, with some other videos through the next couple of weeks here. So stay tuned for that. But we got a lot of news this week as well we have to dive into. Like the first Cybertruck is coming off the production line in the Texas factory. So that is huge news. And Volkswagen is saying it is now or never. The roof is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. And Norway find a huge proportion of phosphate used in LFP batteries. And Elon announced a new AI company. All of this and much, much more in today's news episode. So let's check it all out and let's dive right in. First things first, I did make a little video about how the superchargers around you, the bar in Sweden, was filled to the brim. But um, yeah, that quickly cleared up. As soon as we got into Norway, there was plenty of charging stalls at every charging station. We have not been at a supercharging that was full ever since. We did also come to the supercharger station in Sweden around Göteborg, the second biggest city in Sweden, around rush hour in the holiday season. So I don't think this is a normal situation, but quite unique. But anyway, as we got into Norway, everything changed. The charging stations suddenly changed into these big big ones with 38 or 40 or 45 stalls and many of them we had to ourselves or maybe a couple of other EV charging. And if you would like to see why Tesla's charging network is so much better and everywhere, check out this little chart how Tesla is leaving everyone else in the dust. So the charging situation quickly became a nothing burger and we could just enjoy the stunning and breathtaking scenery we are driving through in Norway with the big fjords and the beautiful mountains and the very fun roads driving in your Tesla that just always have enough power under the pedal to handle every road you can imagine. The Tesla Model Y is just such a perfect road trip car. From all the cargo space it has, to the power it provides, to the world-leading navigation system and charging infrastructure they have made. So far, we have only been using Tesla Supercharger, as they are the cheapest, the easiest to use, fast and reliable, and of course, the car knows where they all are. And now we are camping at this beautiful glacier lake using camp mode. Hard to ask for more in a car. Absolutely brilliant. 
The last few years in the stock market has been a roller coaster, also for Tesla. But we're finally back on track through COVID, invasion, inflation, and the stock market's crashes. But Tesla is still breaking records, and the numbers don't lie. The stock is up over 150% this year, which is even more impressive since it's one of just seven stocks carrying the entire S&P 500 this year. It's a sign that true innovators thrive when the rest of the markets are falling. For example, just last year, most investments were having their worst year in decades. Even the largest indexes saw double-digit losses. But there is one market that survived the chaos, but also hit a record high in 2022, even over pre-pandemic numbers. I am, of course, talking about the fine art market. This market saw less volatility than the overall market in 2022, and experts from Deloitte expect this market to gain $1 trillion in value by 2025. And today's sponsor, Masterworks, is an innovator helping you get access to those gains. By giving investors like you and I a chance to invest in legendary art, Masterworks has sold over $45 million worth of art thus far and distributed the net proceeds to their investors with a strike of 13 positive exits. They got offering from names like Picasso, Bansky and Monet, and you invest just a fraction of their full value. Over 750,000 people has already signed up so far and offerings are sold out in just minutes. But my subscribers can skip the line and get started today by using my link down in the description. And a big thanks to Masterworks for sponsoring this video. Maybe some of the biggest news this week is that the first ever Cybertruck came off the production line in Texas this week. Tesla shared this picture and wrote, first Cybertruck built at Giga. Texas. This is a huge deal, as this makes the beginning of a whole new chapter in Tesla's history. Funny enough, in the same week, just six years ago, the Tesla started production of the Model 3 that made history on its own, and only 20 days after the first produced vehicle, they started the delivery event. But the Cybertruck will make a whole new chapter in the automotive industry as well. There has never been a truck like this, and it's the most pre-ordered vehicle in history. And this truck has been built from the ground up like no other vehicle. It looks the way it does because of its engineering that is behind it. So, as I said in my video about the Cybertruck almost four years ago now, if anyone else want to have anything as capable as this truck that doesn't rust or dent, they will have to copy it but no one will be able to do so. So Ford and GM will just have a normal pickup truck, nothing that can compete with this beast, the Cybertruck. That so many said would never happen, but now Tesla is actually producing the first one at the factory. Checking everything is good to go, so we should expect Tesla to do some more testing of the production line and iron out all the issues that probably will be there, as this is the first time ever this kind of truck is made and everything about this truck is pretty much a first off.
so the production ramp will probably be slow, but when they have ironed out all the issues, then this truck will really start to fly off the production line, as this car does not even get a paint job, saving a lot of time and money for Tesla. So after four years of waiting, we are finally here. The Cybertruck production is about to start. The first production test vehicle has been produced. We have such a great time ahead of us, following the production ramp of this beast and starting to see this drive around in the wild and see how people will use it. Very exciting times. Another very exciting news this week was that Elon Musk announced his new AI company, XAI. The founding team was on hand to introduce themselves at the Twitter space. And it was an impressive team with an impressive background. They had a very strong background from DeepMind, OpenAI, Google, Tesla and more. Elon Musk said the goal with XAI is to build a good artificial general intelligent with the purpose of understanding the universe must say that the safest way to build an agi that is maximum curious and truth curious and to try to minimize the error between what you think is true and what is actually true must say it's very dangerous to grow an ai and teach it to lie as we have seen with OpenAI and JetGPT that does lie or just make up stuff. So if we're using it we have to double check everything it says as we don't know if it's lying. And yes this is not how you want an AI to behave. We want it to be truthful and trustworthy. An XAI will work together with Tesla in multiple ways and it will be a mutual benefit. Tesla's full self-driving capabilities will be enhanced because of XAI. And of course, Tesla has a lot of real-world data and has the supercomputer made for training AI and so on. So I think XAI will also benefit very much from working with Tesla. And Elon Musk said that XAI is being built as a competition to OpenAI a company he's also founded and started. And of course, it will also work with Twitter, where they have access to a lot of data for a language model. And Twitter also have community nodes, so the AI can learn what is actually true and what is not. So this should be very interesting to follow and could turn out to be something really huge, both for XAI, Twitter and Tesla, and even for humanity. And Volkswagen seems to continue to be in trouble. This week they are talking about cutting more workforce. Volkswagen CEO Thomas Schaeffer said the roof is on fire. The roof is on fire. In light of a slack demand of its EVs. As he said, competitors in the same segment are earning two to three times as much as the Volkswagen brand. A perfect storm is brewing. Schaeffer called his speech the final wake up call and implemented an immediate spending freeze except for essential investments. Ouch. It was in a speech for 2,000 managers Schaeffer made these comments. So even though we last week talked about how Volkswagen had reduced their production target by 30% and sent some workers home due to the decline in demand, Schaeffer is prepared to make further cuts and adjustments, which may involve reducing the numbers of shift and workforce. He does say this is not just Volkswagen, but the entire industry that is feeling demand decline in EVs. But I still don't 
see that. As Tesla continues to grow, the BEV market is growing with more than 50% compound annual growth rate. So he can try to make it sound like it is everyone that is in trouble, but it seems to be more the old guys, the old legacy automakers that are having problems. Like Ford is down in Q1 with EVs, so is GM, but not Rivian, BYD or Tesla, among many others. And Norway rises again. Norway has more than just a lot of BEVs. They are a very rich country because of all the oil and gas they have found. But as we are swifting from oil to batteries, Norway, of course, found the world's biggest phosphate deposit. About 70 billion metric tons, as much as all other global reserve combined or as much needed to power the world's EV for the next 50 years. Yes, Norway is a very lucky country. First they have the oil, now they have the phosphate, and they also just have dreamy and breathtaking mountain scenery that me and my family is driving through right now and really enjoying our trip. But this is a big deal with the phosphate finding, and not just for Norway, but for all of Europe, as we get most of our phosphate for farming and much more from Russia and China, so it would be a big deal if Norway can start supplying Europe with this within maybe five or six years time. Phosphate is much faster to mine than lithium as well, so hopefully this will not take much longer than that. And as we will shift over to LFP batteries, this is a very important finding. And let's squeeze in the last short news topics into this new show. Yes, it's time for the Tesla Shorts. Mercedes did become the first German automakers to join Tesla's North American charging standard. But everyone will eventually join, it's just a matter of time. And as Roland tweeted, each Tesla factory set a new production record in Q2. Giga Shanghai is close to hitting 250,000, Fremont 150,000 and Berlin and Texas are aiming for 50,000 next quarter. So we're talking about 500,000 in production run rate. And we got Lucy's production and deliveries numbers and they were down 7% in production in Q2 compared to Q1, so not really ramping up there, just as we saw from both GM and Ford, with their EVs not really ramping up but going backwards. Not what you want in an EV race. And Lucid's deliveries was also flat in Q2, with 1,404 units delivered. And Giga Berlin officially applied for the capacity expansion from 500,000 to 1 million. And that is just another step on its way to the 2 million per year. We know this factory will be able to do when it's fully built out and ramped up. This stands in very sharp contrast to Volkswagen's the roof is on fire. They need to cut cost and workforce and there is not enough EV demand. And then Tesla just applied to double its capacity in Germany. Ouch. Yeah, Tesla does not feel the same demand problem as you Volkswagen, even though you like to say so. And BYD is apparently looking to open a factory in India as well, so they might just beat Tesla to it. And Gordon Johnson continues to make a fool of himself by making this tweet. Tesla bull lie example. Tesla saw record growth in China in Q2 2023 and is a hyper growth story. Reality? No, it's not. So 
So talking about Q2 numbers here, but showing only June numbers. <laughs> Gordon, you are getting really desperate, my man. Q2 was up 77% in China. <laughs> Embarrassing attempt to make Tesla's numbers look bad, Gordon. And if you're still in doubt that Tesla is doing great, you only need to look at this chart from Entropy Dynamics on Twitter. Tesla's long-term debt has gone to almost nothing, Tesla's operating expenses slightly up, and then we have Tesla's revenue taking off on a rocket to the moon. Tesla is doing quite all right. And if you have heard that Tesla's inventory is up from 15 days to 16 days, yes, that is industry-leading. <laughs> Someone like Ford has about 65 days of inventory on their F-150 Lightning, as Brian from My Tesla Weekend pointed out on Twitter. And if you doubt that Tesla's driver assist features are any good, remember Europe NCAB has rated them the best in the world. And James on Twitter also shared this nice chart, visualizing the percentage of vehicles in traffic accident. And as you can see, Tesla is by far the safest car to be in. And with Tesla's autopilot on, it is even safer yet again. And BMW also had a good quarter in Q2 for their BEV sales. They delivered Q2 a total of 88,289 BEVs, which is slightly more than they did in Q4 of last year. So also a new record. BEV sales compared to the same period last year is up 117.5%. So not bad from BMW. Very nice. But compared to Tesla and their growth in units, it becomes almost a joke. So no, not competition to Tesla, but very nice job on BEV sales from BMW in Q2. And we did get to see this great video of the Tesla semi-truck flying up this hill, passing some of the old diesel truck that just looks old, slow and obsolete. And before we end off with a bit of fun, I just want to say thanks to all the supporters of this channel. Couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you. And let's end off with a bit of fun. You might wonder why are GM so slow? One and a half years of production. And the Hummer EV in Q2 only delivered 47 units. Why? How is this even possible? Well. Here is a hint, this is GM's mascot. That is all we have time for in this new show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, don't forget to hit that like button. It really does help this video out a lot. And if you did like it, maybe you want to consider hitting that subscribe button, notification bell, so you don't miss out on future videos just like this one. And of course, all the new videos coming from this beautiful road trip up through Norway. If you're already a subscriber, thank you so much for your support. And if you want to support the channel even more, remember you can for as little as $1 become a patron of this channel and get your shout out on this show. You can also become a member of the YouTube channel to get a shout out and some extra perks. Hit the members button to find out more. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter. I tweet all the news as it comes out and more. And check out the merch store to get some merchandise and support the show. 
Now it's also possible to support the show without buying anything, becoming a member or a patron. There is a link to a donation options in the show notes. And also as simple as hitting the super like button. But going forward, I will be making more videos for patrons and members only. And I will give my YouTube members and patrons early access to my videos whenever possible and make my videos ads free for members and patrons only. So don't miss out. And thank you for watching. And until next time, take care out there and be nice.